is up to study. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, that's how I'm starting this episode. Holy shit, it's been a long time. Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings out there in Steelers Nation. How the hell have you been? My lord. Miss Yin's so much. So glad to be back here with you. Episode number 545 of the study session. Yours truly, Jeremy Ritz here, back at you. It's been a little while for me. I was on a work conference in the British Virgin Islands for a week. I still did my Still City Insider podcast with Wex's crew, but did not do the study. Had every intention on doing it, but I was scheduled from sun up to sundown. It was a life-changing conference. So that's where I was then. And then this past week, packed the family in an RV and drove a total of 26 hours out to visit my dad in Indiana. <laughs> we talked a lot of Steelers football there. He just didn't record any of it. But now I am back and holy smokes, we have so much to talk about. The draft. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> and there are so many new things to discuss here today. And really that's where this episode is going to start is reviewing the draft class, talking about the prospects the Steelers drafted, those new members of the team. Man, we're going to have content for days. We got rookie mini camps coming up this weekend. OTAs. And then before you know it, training camp. Life is beautiful. Before I get into all that, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Don't forget about the podcast that I did with Jim Wexover and his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Tomorrow, we are recording a major episode, two, not just one, two significant guests. And you are going to love it. If you are a Steelers fan, you better tune in tomorrow. So that's coming your way. Jim has covered the team since 1995. He is the GOAT of Steelers beat writers. Make sure you check that out. It's linked in the show notes. And then don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock market successfully, profitably, consistently, and go visit an island for a week. Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for stock market education. It has transformed my life, hence why I'm sharing it with all of Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings out there. All right, let's get into it. Steelers draft. Yeah, draft is over. And really, I can't say that I'm surprised by the selections. There's nothing that jumped out at me as being crazy or unanticipated. Not saying I predicted the draft because I didn't, but all the positions that they selected were definitely on my board. And we'll just run down through the list here. We'll do the 30,000 foot view of this draft class. In round one, they trade up in front of the Jets with the Pats. They get their tackle, Broderick Jones. Athletic guy, young guy, tenacious guy, aggressive guy. 
can play both tackle positions. And there's noise out there saying, oh, he's going to sit. No, this dude is starting at either of the tackle positions. We don't know which one yet. It'll either be left or right tackle, but this much is for certain he will be starting come week one. You're not trading up in the first round to land a tackle from the sit on the bench. He's going to be starting. So I like the pick. It bolsters the offensive line. And then with their second round pick, who would have thunk it? Joby Porter Jr., whom I was anticipating with their first round selection at 17. That was my my name that I was calling. He falls all the way to the second round, and the Steelers had the first pick in the second round, so they land the cornerback that they needed. He's got star potential. He's got starting potential. He's going to be thrown in the fire, be asked to contribute right away, not as a starter, but as a role player, and eventually he's going to be a starter. And then from there, they get their defensive line depth that they were seeking with their second second round pick out of Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. He could play up and down the line. He's going to work into that rotation right away. Now, he's not going to be the dominant defensive lineman that this team is eventually going to need, but he is going to contribute year one. So those first three picks really hammer home and hit the needs that this team had in offensive tackle, cornerback, and defensive line. The pick that I love the most came in the third round with the selection of tight end Darnell Washington out of Georgia. This guy's a behemoth, a beast. Pairing him with Pat Fryermuth and Zach Gentry, you can envision some beastly three tight end sets. You can go big and not just give yourself options in the passing game, but you now have the threat of the run and the pass because you're going heavy with your big, big body tight ends. And think of the play action possibilities out of that. You're smashing, you're smashing because Jones is basically a tackle in a tight end's body. But you could smash out of that formation in the run game. You get your opponent on the ropes, on their heels, and then boom, play action pass. It's just a beautiful selection. This guy's a specimen, too. How many big-ass tight ends like that do you see out there? Not many. And he's athletic. Very, very excited about that pick. In the fourth round, they drafted Nick Herbig. His brother Nate is already on the roster. They signed him this offseason. Interior offensive lineman. Can play guard and center. Nick, Nate's brother, was an outside backer at Wisconsin. Steelers like Wisconsin players. Huh? <laughs> They're going to try him at outside backer. Their discussion about whether or not he's going to get snaps at inside backer. Remember, the Steelers like versatility. He's not a very tall guy, doesn't have great wingspan, but he's got a motor. He's got heart. He's relentless. So we'll see how he pans out. But I do like that Herbig selection. Fourth round guy is going to need time to come around. Don't have any delusions of starting or anything like that. We're just looking for contribution special teams year one. That should be the expectations for this guy. Don't put too much on him too fast. 
And then with their two seventh round picks, they get a size speed guy in Corey Trice, defensive back out of Purdue. He has some medical red flags, but he's got all the tools. Fast, big, rangy, aggressive. We'll see if he can develop into anything. And then the team closed out the draft with another offensive lineman, tier offensive lineman, Spencer Anderson out of Maryland. We know Tomlin has Maryland connections with his son having played ball there. But Anderson can play up and down the line. Tackle guard center. He's done it all. Did it all in college. So we know the Steelers love versatility. So they get a guy in Anderson who can do that. So you really have four players who are going to contribute to this. They're not going to start. Not all of them are going to start. But Jones, Porter, Benton, and Washington are all going to contribute to the first team offense and defense. That's going to happen. You're going to get some special teams burn out of Herbig and possibly even Trice. But this is a nice draft, and there's a lot to be excited about here. And that's going to do it for episode number 545 of the study session. My gratitude to Yins. Back at it, baby. No, I didn't go anywhere. I took a little break, but I'm back at it. Don't forget about the new Still City Insider podcast coming tomorrow with Wex and two special guests. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. It's the bomb. It'll change your life. And be sure to check in tomorrow for another episode of The Study Session. And remember, on this beautiful Monday, May 8th, 2023, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great week.